Yeah. We are running in a huge cloud of bong smoke right here in the studio. This is the Super Gamer Boys. Feeling good this week. Man. I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be a great one, dude. Where I'm did feeling you, so good. Where did you get that bong, dude? That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. You know, I got my hookups. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is actually trademark music. I don't know if we can... Only if we get caught. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everybody? This is JJ, and that's Garrett. We are the Super Gamer Boys. We are back for another fantastic episode of Super Gamer Boys. Uh... And we're, we're rocking, man. Like this guy, Garrett's just letting his hair down and letting his freak flag fly. I'm like kind of impressed that the new and improved Garrett, he just got an I heart Mrs. Morlang tattoo. I'm loving it, dog. <laughs> Wait, wouldn't it just say I heart mom? No, no, because uh, <laughs> I mean, it should. I thought it was kind of weird. You put <laughs> called I heart her Mrs. Mrs. Morlang. Well, yeah. we all call her Mrs. Morlang. Yeah, I was in a moment of weakness. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was appropriate to start the episode off with a little, uh, a little thunderstruck action, you no, know. <laughs> it was because we've got a bunch of thundering news stories this week. Yeah, only, only the best for this podcast, you know. I spoke directly to Mister ACDC, and he was totally cool with me using that clip. So don't, don't tell him anything. Don't even ask him. He's fine. Is his name actually Mister ACDC? Yeah. I mean, that's what he said when I emailed him. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> you got that off of a Craigslist ad, didn't you? Well, maybe. I, you know, that's, a, that's the only place I could find the information. I'm sorry. <laughs> I find all of my good stuff. I'm usually Christmas. so good at the Googles, but I don't know. That one, that's all I could find. So what's up this week, man? Uh, Well, there's a lot of cool stuff in the news I can't wait to talk about eventually. But other than that, I don't really have anything. <laughs> well, let's not talk about news yet. No, no, no. There's we're not talking about news yet. I'm just telling you, like, my, my life was pretty, uh, pretty just, you know, just even keel, nothing new. Other than my PS4 dying and... What? No. But we'll talk about that later. Oh, dude. About a story of death and sadness and then redemption. Here, dude. Let me get you the tissues. Dude, no, don't cry. Redemption. Redemption. (gasps) Phoenix rising from the ashes. Okay, I got excited. I thought you were talking about Red Dead Redemption. No, no Red Dead Redemption. (laughs) Okay. We'll We'll talk talk about that later. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, what about about you? Uh, Anything crazy happened to you this, uh, this week? There's crazy stuff that happens to me Every week, Garrett. Like every week, for some reason, you attract crazy. I, dude, like I'm I, telling I've you. I noticed that when I used to ride in the van with you, you know, a few years back when I was training, the craziest people would like you. You were like a magnet, and they'd come out and like zombies, like it's, Night of the Living Dead, and all just wanting to like ooze their craziness all over you. And sometimes they do get their craziness oozed all over me, and it's hard to clean off on occasion. My dad used to say about me that I had a Goonie Goohoo attractant. And he uh, he likened it to a magnet in my butt because anytime we would go anywhere, it would always be like the mentally handicapped uh, homeless person that would be coming up asking me for change. Like, because I look like I got money, right? But it, for some reason, it's always me that attracts that stuff. I don't know what it is. Maybe I just have that boyish, lovable look, you know? Yeah. What? Well. well, I mean, <laughs> you know. Um, this week we had a kind of a fun thing. I'm, I'm training right now. Big Bill Bird. Bill has uh, been in the truck with me and I'm loving Bill. Bill as fast as can be. I know he's going to love to hear that. Bill, Bill and I were at a house where, where I had an 88 year old woman who lost her husband like a year ago. And for every time that I get into her house, she likes to talk. She's very loud. She's very crass. 
I love her to death. Basically, just it's a female, basically, an yeah, older female yeah, version of you. It's like an 88-year-old version of me with the, <laughs> with the So basically, I go to the house, and she every time that we get in there, we're talking, we're laughing. She sequestered me in her house, regaling me with stories of uh, growing up. Tales of the good old days. (laughs) And so she starts talking and she goes, oh, look at me. I've been in here talking your ear off for the last 20 minutes while your man is sitting out there in the thing. He's probably going to think you're in here stooping the old lady, huh? Just giving me a good old high hard one, huh? And Garrett, I almost lost it. I started (laughs) laughing uncontrollably. I said, don't you worry, sweetheart. I'm going to tell him you were great. And she laughed uncontrollably. This old woman grabbed me by the arm and said, you can't say things like that, kid. I almost crapped myself. <laughs> and so I could not wait to get out to the car and tell, tell Bill that I, I almost made an 80-year-old A crap herself. And yeah. Life he, goals. Hashtag uh, life goals. That's, and you know what my goal is? Is one day I will cause an elderly woman to defecate. I'm, I'm aiming oh, for geez. that. That's one of those like, you know, bucket list things, dude. Just going to go ahead and check that off right now. <laughs> That's an interesting bucket list item. Just make sure it's uh, defecate and, you know, you don't give her a heart attack or something. I would, I'm <laughs> That's, pre- uh, it's a fine line there when you're that old. You know? Yeah. And I trust me, I have said some and done some things sometimes that have led me to believe I think I just killed someone. Oh, jeez. Uh Wow, that's like I like we said, ladies and gentlemen. JJ attracts the crazies, and it's great. <laughs> and that's what brought you to me. You're the same goonie goo who attracted. Is that's that. what brought you to me? No, I, I I came because John offered me a job, and I was kind of forced to sit in your van with you for eight hours a day yeah, for a couple months. <laughs> I know. And when I when I first met you, I think there was a little bit of culture shock because, believe it or not. Garrett's very sweet and innocent and nice. And I know when I first met him, like he just seemed like a quiet church mouse. And, uh, you know, obviously he's not that now, you know, he's in here, you know, a talking head on a podcast that's listened to all over the world. And, uh, I don't know, man, I've, I've liked to watch you blossom, you know? Yeah. It's watch been, you uh, it's been an inter- interesting ride. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, before we get to the show, I just want to say, if you haven't already, go check out our Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Um, over there, you can find out a little bit more about us. If you really love what we do and want to support us and help us make bigger, better content, uh, go over there and check us out. We have different tiers you can support us at monthly. You, you get perks. We get money. You get good content in return. What's not the love about that? Um, uh, first of all, shout out to our Patreon producer, Matt Liu. And, uh, this week's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Bill Bird. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Our first ever sponsor. Uh, fortunately he didn't get an ad copy to me. So or he, unfortunately, I don't know one or the other, but he so I don't actually, have anything to read in the middle of the show. He That's, thought that he got to change the name of the show. He was trying to get me to change it to the Bill Bird show. And I'm sorry, <laughs> big Bill, we cannot do that. That's at the, uh, the $500 a month level. You, you, you so for $500 a month, you can name this whatever we'll you call want. It whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you can run the show. I, I don't care. I'll go home. Like, <laughs> Uh, no, but thank you guys so much for being on the support, the, the podcast, as well as all you other, um, Patreon supporters out there that you guys can, uh, if you look up in the show notes, you'll see all their names there. 
And Matt Liu was absolutely incredible on the podcast last week, yeah, regaling us with anthem stories and telling us not to brick our PS4. Matt, thanks again so much, not only for, for being a producer of the show, but for coming into the studio and being right here and putting up with Garrett and my wacky, zany stuff. <laughs> Giving us the uh, the definitive anthem review. So if you guys missed that last week, go and check that out because... Um, yeah, Matt did an awesome job giving us exactly what we need to know about that crap pile of a game. You know? <laughs> crap pile? You can tell you're new to cursing. Like this is, it's just a crap pile. It's just easier to say something like that than have to bleep it out later, you know? <laughs> you always bleep stuff out, even if it's not dirty. So, because that's one of your bits on the show is right. I say something, you act like, oh, he just said something dirty. I'm going to bleep it out. That's that's what you want people to believe, and we'll just go with that. But. That's what I have to tell my wife all the time. I'm like, no, he bleeped me out. It wasn't a bad word. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. I said puppies. Was... <laughs> right. I don't know why he has a hate for puppies. Uh, all righty. Well, it's uh, that time of the week. Ready? Is it time for the week or the day? It's that time of the week, I said. I haven't said the title yet. Ready? It's time for The Nerdy Nudes. The Nerdy Nudes. All righty, guys. We have some big stuff this week. Uh, it was a really good week. A lot of cool stuff, a lot of exciting stuff. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy 3, James Gunn is back as the director. Yeah. yeah. This is great news. This is huge news. James Gunn's the man. Yeah. Uh, so when I saw this, it was almost seemed too good to be true because uh, if I don't know if everyone remembers, but last year, um, well, I want to say it was June or July, it was sometime in the summer, uh, there was a big uh, hubbub about some tweets he put out. Um, and way back in like two, 2008, 2009, really old tweets. Um, and it was things that he had already kind of addressed since then, apologized for and moved on from. People thought, okay, like... I think he assumed this is done, this is over with. He never went back and deleted the tweets. Recently, last year, they came up. People got ups- upset over him again. Disney, like, in a just, I don't know, kind of... The thought police very quickly trying yeah, not to be offensive. Like, hey, let's just cut ties with him as quick yeah. as possible. Very we were offended. involved. It was just like, okay, this is offensive. We're just going to cut ties, get rid of him real quick. Well, uh... We got reports from Deadline, um, and this article that I'm reading is by Terry Schwartz at IGN. So it's an article based off of another article, but I like the the way Terry wrote it here. Um, According to Deadline, the decision to rehire Gunn actually was mold and was mold and actually made months ago. Following conversations with Disney Studio leadership and the team at Marvel Studios, the site says the decision to reverse the firing of Gunn came after Walt Disney Studios chairman Alan Horn and Gunn met on multiple occasions to discuss the situation. Persuaded by Gunn's public apology and his handling of the situation after, Horn decided to reverse course and reinstate Gunn. So really it came down to just Disney being impressed with the way he handled it so well last year. Like they fired him. He handled it super well with the, uh, another apology about those tweets. And then um, and then also just kind of gracefully like, you know, stepping down, not making a big hubbub or like a big middle finger or whatever as on his way out. Uh, he did it very respectfully, backed off. And then um, they've obviously had a committee together. I've had meetings since then, um, just realizing that 
I think what they realized is no no one else could ever do as good of a job as he he would no. in the Guardians three. And they've tried like over the last um, nine ten months, however many months it's been since July when he got kicked out. Um, they've tried rehiring new directors. Like they've gone to people and everyone kept turning it down, turning it down. I'm not sure if it's more of like just because it's a big daunting task or if people just had that much kind of respect for gun, they're just like, you know what, this is his baby. We don't even want to touch it. Like no one's really ever come out and said it, but man, it's feels so good to know he's back. Um, yeah. Being somebody that is prone to saying really super offensive stuff, uh, all the time and offending people. Um, I would say that the way he handled it was like a champ. He took it on the chin was like, Hey, I offended some people. I'm sorry that I offended people. I said this a long time ago. I apologize. He he handled it so well and he could have went he could have went crazy with it and you know said you guys are being oversensitive. You guys are being silly. That was a long time ago. Why don't you get over yourself? He handled it really great. And so I'm really happy that they made the right decision and decided to go back. It, it's almost like a, a few weeks back when they decided that hey, they are going to use this script. It was almost like, hey, let's see how that goes. Yeah. And what's the reaction? Yeah, the it was just a be? couple of weeks ago when we yeah. had the news article where it was confirmed they're using his script. So, yeah, it almost. And somewhere, um, I don't know if it was in this article or not, but I, I did hear that uh, the the decision to bring Gunn back as director, that, that decision has already been made several months ago. Right, and yeah. They're just now like, coming out yeah, with it. Yeah, it sounds so I, like it's been decided. I don't know if Gunn necessarily knew about it, but sure. I know it's, de- yeah, I think I read somewhere as well that it was decided a while back. I so. would say that, that that's probably a good indication that this was uh, trying to get the feelers out there with the first, hey, we're going to use his script, see what the reaction was going to be, which it was extremely positive. It was an extremely oh, positive. Yeah, people were like, yeah, over over the moon just hearing about that. They're so excited that they're at least going to use a script. If he wasn't going to be a part of it, at least they were using a script. And I thought it was really telling and really awesome that all of the cast from the Guardians of the Galaxy, that they all stood in solidarity with this guy. And they everybody said like, hey, I don't want to come back if he's not going to be part of it. If he's mm-hmm. not attached to it, I don't want to be near it. And every one of those people stand to make a lot of money. So yeah. I'll tell you what, Gary, if it comes down to like me being behind you, brother, I'm going to push you over and step over your dead body while I collect oh, those big fat checks. And I love you to death. And I, I could say that to you eye to eye, but I would sell you out for cash, especially a lot of it so quick, like so, so quick. Oh, thanks for that, JJ. It was very heartfelt. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you feel that way and that I know that now. So No, I would totally step over like that old 88-year-old <laughs> woman's body. I mean, I will step over whomever I got to, to get for to some cold money. Whatever you got to do to get that cash. Because <laughs> it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> like, yes, you brought in the is. rock and the bong earlier, dude. I'm like, we're raring to go. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to read a tweet real quick from James Gunn. This was tweeted out the same day that the news came, uh, back on, yeah, March 15th. Uh, he says, I am tremendously grateful to every person out there who has supported me over the past few months. I'm always learning and will continue to work at being the best human being I can be. I deeply appreciate Disney's decision, and I'm excited to continue making films that investigate the ties of love that bind us all. I have been and continue to be incredibly humbled by your love and support. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Love to you all. Okay, I got to say it. I got to say it because I know you were thinking it. I know you were thinking it, and I got to say it. That was a publicist talking. 
That was not James Gunn. That was that was James Gunn having people right there going, okay, Mr. Gunn, here's what you need to say. Here's what you need to put out in your tweet. I'll bet you money. That is not how any normal no, man so talks. I, I'm telling I saw, you right now, there's publicists. A meme, there's a meme out there that was really funny. It's a, So it's a Key and Peele skit, you know, Key and Peele mm. on Comedy oh, Central. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's one of their skits, but they overlaid... Um, like captions, like text captions from the whole like James Gunn situation, like his tweet and stuff. Um, and it, it's really funny. Like it's like, I think it's supposed to be like the president talking and then it's like his translator for like what he actually means when he like he's using on the left, the guys he's saying all these like prim and proper and like publicist BR will yeah. speak and stuff. Yeah. And on the right, the guy's just like, yeah, F you. And this is what I like. The, yeah. See, like, just, I don't know. It's just so funny. I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you later. It's really funny. Just like this guy, like what he's saying and then what he actually means. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I beat you. I beat you. Yeah. Wouldn't <laughs> like, it be great if, if like, if Gunn was to really speak from his heart, yeah. he'd be like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you could, you could, you could school me. Yeah. Oh. He's like, now I'm going to collect those checks. (laughs) Yeah. So that's the other crazy thing. He's going to be, I think he's the first director to ever direct a Marvel movie, and he's still directing Suicide Squad 2. That's right. So he's going to do both Marvel and DC. Like, that's major. He's going to be the first one on, uh, and you know, he's going to be in both camps there. So You know, I know you kind of crapped all over uh, Suicide Squad, the first one, uh, with Will Smith and stuff. It's garbage. Okay, Harley Quinn. Um, but I am actually really excited at the prospect of him doing that. So him doing both like that, dude, he's a stud. And yeah, I, I think he could re- do huge wonders there, just redeeming yeah, the Suicide Squad, because right now it's not so hot. Uh, I was just looking it up on Metacritic. Uh, it has a score of 40, which is bad out of 100. The original Suicide Squad yeah. is- I don't okay. know. I don't know how it won an Oscar, but it did. Okay, now just look up Harley Quinn and see what kind of a score she's got on Metacritic. I bet a hundred out of a hundred, because Margot Robbie did an amazing job. She's a beautiful actress who's just got buckets and buckets and loads of talent. Uh, let's see, Harley Quinn. Actually, she only got uh, twenty-three out of a hundred. So. Fake news, dude. Fake news. I know you just made that up. You weren't even looking at the screen when you said that. Yeah, no, I made that up. I'm here to call you out, to point my finger at you when you're saying lies about Margot Robbie. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not saying anything bad about Margot Robbie. <laughs> I'm just saying Suicide Squad is a garbage movie. That's all I'm trying to say. And I bet you I agree. people unanimously agree. No, I agree. <laughs> well, 40% think it's great. I don't know if that's how it works. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. But- uh, those forty percent are wrong. I'm just gonna <laughs> come out and say it. I'm just just gonna say it. Um, cool. Let's move on to the next uh, news here. Uh, Gearbox teases Borderlands Three reveal at PAX East. Um, so this last uh, week, a tweet came out from uh, Gearbox, um, and it was a picture of a like a road sign. Um, with, uh, sorry, I was trying to actually load the picture here to explain it. Uh, a road sign says Boston on it. Like it looks like an exit sign on a highway. Actually, it says in the top corner, exit three, which is interesting because it's people are thinking, oh, haha, it's Borderlands three, exit three. Um, it says Boston, 
in like the regular sign print and then underneath in spray paint it says MA from Massachusetts and then the top left of the road sign the highway sign it says uh, March 28th like in, in paint or something like it's painted on there so March 28th um, and the official text is just an, uh, an emoji of two eyeballs just like really like wide eyed kind of shocked surprised um so the, yeah there's not uh it, it, the, the article here uh, by Michael McWhorter over at Polygon he says it's a none too subtle hint that PAX East 2019 will be where Gearbo- Gearbox finally shows off Borderlands 3 the publisher is holding its regularly scheduled PAX Theater presentation on Thursday March 28th at 2 p.m. Eastern time where it promises never before seen reveals exclusives and surprises um so that's uh that's all the news piece was but instantly like that just got me super psyched uh i know you haven't played any of the borderlands games um i really think you're missing out because they are awesome games uh the second one so you can actually buy they have the handsome jack collection it's called on ps4 where it's an hd like 4k remaster of uh Borderlands 2, and then Borderlands, the pre-sequel, which is technically a third one, but it's not an official third one. Like it takes place before the second one and after the first, like between one and two, I believe. I think that's where it's supposed to take place. What kind of gameplay is it? Um, so <clears throat> it is an open world, um, people, yeah, probably like an open world loot shooter, it's called. So think of like, I don't know. It's kind of a precursor to like Destiny or The Division or um, Anthem, like kind of like the style of like basically you'd kill someone, you get a bunch of loot, you get new guns, and you kill someone else, you get better guns, and you kill someone else, you get better guns. Like you're always upgrading, upgrading. That is kind of originate, not originated, but they kind of a few years back, and it was on PS3, they perfected kind of the whole loot shooter thing. And that's what people have kind of drawn from, you know, in the newer games. Um, so it's an open world though, RPG, uh, like you're doing like side quest and missions all over this world. My favorite thing about it is the art style. So it's all, um, in the art, it almost looks like it's all cell shaded. It's called. So it kind of looks like a comic book while you're playing. Like it looks really neat. Um, so I don't know. Does this mean anything? Like, I, I don't know. Have you ever seen any trailers or gameplay? No, or I've, this... no I've seen trailers. I okay. have not seen gameplay of the, of the earlier ones. So I'm curious to, to check that out. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm trying to bring up a picture here so that way you can kind of see what the art style is. But um, I'm just super stoked. It's been quite a few years since we've gotten a new one. I think the last, like other than the remakes for PS4, like the remasters, we haven't gotten one since the tail end of the PS3 generation. So it's been six years at least, maybe seven. Um so I'm I'm super stoked for that uh, to see what they reveal on uh, March 28th. So stay tuned. I'm sure we'll talk about it on the podcast, and uh, or if you have the time, check it out. Uh, I'm sure it'll be all over the news on March 28th when when it happens. Okay, our third news article here is Project X Cloud. Um, so this is a huge deal. Uh, this was something that we've kind of talked about previously uh, on the podcast. 
Um, Xbox has a lot going on. I feel like it's kind of confusing to some of the, like, I know it confuses me. I know I've had some of the listeners even ask about it and you've asked about it. So Xbox has a lot going on their plate. Last week we talked about their discless console. Uh, weeks before that, we've talked about Project Scarlet. This thing is different. This is a third thing now. Right. So the, the discless would be it's digital only. Right. Then you're talking, they're also uh, in the works right now for a streaming only console. Right. So it doesn't have a hard drive. It's just a streaming box. Correct. And that's the Scarlet, Project Scarlet. Right. And then this is xCloud. So this is a little bit different. Yeah. So Project xCloud, what it is, is it's essentially, you know, the the cloud. <laughs> so it takes, it exists in the interwebs in, you know, no man's land. <laughs> I still don't understand the cloud concept, but. Yeah. It exists in a warehouse somewhere on a bunch of servers, basically. Mm. That's where it exists. And you access it through the internet. And the idea behind it is there will be an app that you can just download on your phone. Or um, I believe this is what will be eventually coming to Switch. I remember when we did the article a few weeks back about, hey, like they're going to get Game Pass and they're, you're going to get Xbox Live compatible stuff on Switch. I would not be surprised if that eventually transitions into xCloud. Um, so not only can you play Xbox on your phone, you can play Xbox on your Switch, you can play Xbox on your computer, you can play Xbox anywhere. The idea is like you open up Google Chrome on your computer, your browser, um, and you can play Xbox. You have a smart TV, well, maybe it has an Xbox app on there, so you don't even have to have a console. You just up, jump on your smart TV and play some Xbox. Uh, and what this is is really just uh, solidifying their Play Anywhere mantra. Um, now, before, Play Anywhere for Xbox meant like, okay, not only could you play your games on Xbox, but you can play them on your, on your computer. I feel like this is like the next evolution of that, where they literally want you to be able to play anywhere at any time, um, which is, I don't know, really exciting to me. Um, I know I talked a little bit last week when, uh, with the PlayStation Remote Play app, um, how or we, we like Matt brought up and you kind of said, yeah, it's a gimmick right now. Like, mm-hmm. are you ever going to really use it? Okay. But the difference between that and this is night and day. Now they're similar, but the idea with the xCloud, Project xCloud, being able to play on your phone by hooking up a, a regular Xbox One controller via Bluetooth and then being able to play Xbox games on your phone by using it as the TV screen. You could right. be playing this at the office. You could play it in your car on lunch. You could play it in the bathroom while you're on the can. I mean, th- dude, it's, it's unbelievable. The video like really sold me on this by watching the video uh, that you that you sent me the link for. Yeah, and it's, uh, it, yeah, it's super exciting. And I think even more what differentiates it, because even I think eventually the PlayStation app will do that too, where you can connect a controller through Bluetooth. But I think what even more separates this from the PlayStation app is the PlayStation app, you're still streaming from your console at your house. You have to own a PlayStation to use the remote play app because you're not just like, that's why that's why it's called remote play. Like you're remotely in another location playing on your PlayStation that you own at your house. So you have to have good internet at your house and on whatever device you're using remote play on, whether it's your computer or your phone. With xCloud, as far as I can understand, with everything I've read, you don't have to own an Xbox. It's an app, and I imagine it'll have a subscription fee. And you have basically what it's going to do is you are streaming an Xbox 
at one of those server farms I mentioned earlier. So they just have warehouses full of servers, full of Xbox One Xs that are connected to the super high-speed internet. And so when I log in my app, one of those Xboxes fire up, and then I'm playing. So I don't have to spend, you know, what is it, 400 bucks for an Xbox One X. I can spend, I don't know what the price will be, 10, 15 bucks a month, and not only have access to an Xbox, but also to a huge game library and and all that. So that's be that's, worth that's, it for me, man. <laughs> so that's so that's even like that's such a huge step up from what PlayStation did with the remote play, I feel like. And that's even more like the the impressive part is like it'll be accessible to anyone everywhere on everything, you know, and without having to have that big upfront cost of buying a console. What's awesome is that Xbox realized that they were so far behind the curve on this generation. PS4 has been killing it. Recently, Xbox has just taken it and going, hey, okay, we've been taking it on the chin for a little while. Now they're just coming forward with some amazing stuff. They really are. They're trying yeah. to catch up for, they, they pretty much had their butts handed to them, this this console generation. So now they're starting to make up for it. And they're, they're making up for it in a big way. This is some big stuff coming out of Xbox right now. And I think that they're trying to get to a point where, and I've kind of alluded to it before, they're trying to get to a point where Xbox is in everyone's home. And I think they're a little bit closer to that being a reality. And that's that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. No, Xbox has been killing it since <clears throat> since PlayStation's kind of gone dark recently. Like last fall, they're like, hey, we're not doing a PSX. Uh, we don't have anything to announce. And then a couple months later, like, hey, we're not going to be at E3. We have nothing to announce. Um, and as far as we know, like we haven't heard anything about PSX this year either. Granted, sometimes we don't hear about PSX until... October and it's happening in December. So literally like two months out, but it's just been weirdly silent um, and really, really quiet on the PlayStation front. So I think Xbox is doing an incredible job jumping at this opportunity. PlayStation's kind of off doing their thing out on a picnic and while they're out having fun, doing whatever they're doing, just rolling in their bags of money. Are they literally on a picnic right now? No, I think what they're doing is like uh is it uh, Scrooge McDuck style? Just like swimming, swimming in their through cash. The, through, swimming through the cash <laughs> in a big vault full of gold coins. Like right? that, that's exactly what they're doing right now. Yeah. And Xbox is like, oh, well, they're having fun in there. I'm just going to shut the vault door, lock it. <laughs> right. And then we're going to go off and uh, <laughs> have some fun. And I think that's more accurate than you have any idea. Oh, like, I guarantee you that's what's happening. That it's, while they're off swimming in their money, that Xbox is going, okay, we're just yeah. going to be over here chugging along. It's it's like the, uh, the rabbit in the hair. Wait. The tortoise in the air, not the rabbit in there. That would I be mean, two rabbits. But it's like be a really fa fast race, I so guess. So it's just slow and steady, man. And it's yeah. just like, hey, we're just plugging along. We're pushing through. And, and once they gain momentum, done. like, uh, it, I know, I don't know. They might be unstoppable here in a couple more years, but we'll see. No. Um, but yeah, cool. Well, yeah, that was uh, the nerdy nudes of the beep, 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 beep. What's that? Breaking news? Oh, man. That was... This is coming in hot right now. What? I just got this beamed over to me uh, from my contacts in D.C. Um, Why is your eye twitching when you say that? <laughs> that? Are you lying right now? No, this is, this is uh, impending news. I don't know if that's the right word. I'm not good with big words. <laughs> I love it. This is... Roll with it. Are you ready for this? I think I'm ready are for this. Are you ready this. for this? This is hot. 
Do I need to do more beeps to get you psyched? You might have to. Apex Legends Battle Pass release date details confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) Why uh, are you so excitable about this? (laughs) Because this is... The greatest news that has graced us all wow. week. Better than James Gunn becoming no, director. Blaspheme, <laughs> blasphemer. So this is from Colin Stevens over at IGN. EA and Respawn Entertainment have announced that Apex Legends Season 1 Wild Frontier Battle Pass will become available tomorrow, March 19th. So we record on Monday. Podcast comes out Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, it actually came out yesterday. So this is old news. So. I guess this bit isn't really <laughs> doesn't yeah. really work Dude, out. Dude, you just gave yourself up so but, uh, hard. Well, it would have sounded weird if I was like, "Hot news coming in three two days three ago." Days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, March nineteenth for nine hundred and fifty Apex coins. That's nine dollars and fifty cents U.S. Uh, announced and detailed on the official Apex Legends webpage, every level gained during season one unlocks a battle pass reward, and there are over one hundred rewards that can be earned throughout the season. Wow. This includes weapon skins, banner frames, XP boost, and more. Players will also receive three Wild Frontier-themed legend skins immediately when they purchase a pass. These are the Lifeline Revolutionary, Wraith Survivor, and Mirage Outlaw skins. Fans can also buy the Battle Pass bundle, which unlocks the next 25 Battle Pass levels and their respective rewards automatically for 2,800 Apex coins or $28 US. The Battle Pass is scheduled to drop at 10 a.m. Pacific time, uh, on March 20th. So this is huge. Um, people, people knew this was coming. It was kind of assumed being a free to play game. They have to make money somehow. This is the same way PUBG makes money. This is also the same way Fortnite makes money where Mm -hmm. every season, every two or three months, they drop a bunch of, like they set up a whole structure of levels. And as you level up, you unlock skins for your character for your guns for basically it's all cosmetic it's just for for looks for kicks and giggles you know mm-hmm. um so this is apex versions of that which is it sounds exactly the same as fortnite except mm-hmm. better because fortnite sucks yeah see i was gonna say it sounds as if somebody's stealing fortnite's uh, mojo trying to steal some of their ideas hmm? this is not not good i mean but fortnite stole like PUBG's ideas and I want you to know. stole, you know. I want you to know. I've I've lost quite a bit of money on Fortnite, and I would like for Fortnite's um, people to just go ahead and um, fall off the face of the earth, please, Uh, (laughs) because Fortnite costs me quite a bit of money all the time. We actually started using Fortnite. um, (laughs) This is going to be great. I I can't believe I haven't shared this on the podcast (laughs) yet, but we have started to use Fortnite. as currency for real in my house. So <laughs> that's uh, awesome. No, it's it's not. <laughs> it's not it's not awesome. So instead of a normal allowance, you're just like, I'll let you get five hundred yeah, Fortnite coins. That's or how it works. It's that is dude, great. you're so close. That's it's literally like, okay, you've done your schoolwork, you haven't, you know, fought with your sister, you've done your chores you have to do. All right. This time around you get nine ninety nine uh towards whatever Dang. skin or, or you know coins or whatever and yeah so just it's, for not fighting no i'm just saying like, <laughs> yeah, like he does, he's got man. oh there's several boxes that need right, to be right, checked right. <laughs> but but remember we did at one point have my boy lee on the podcast he is the uh the utmost Fortnite expert and you know dude i'm telling you what for that free game i have spent a lot of money on that free yeah 
Let me repeat that. Free game. But you got to look cool. If you don't look cool, then you're just Dude, a noob. Yeah, have, like, seriously, here's my thought on it. They, they've already got, like, a buttload of cool, quote unquote, skins. You don't need any more. Yeah, because like, there's the always key, new cool that's ones. That's the There's thing. the newest cool ones. But they ha- he has dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of skins <laughs> that he doesn't use. They just sit there. I'm like, those ones are cool. Those ones are cool. Yeah. No, I I am stoked for this. Um, yeah, Apex Legends has been great. I really actually do like it a lot. I, I would really like it if we were able to get on there and stream Together, you know, the actual Super Gamer Boys, you and me, you know. Yeah, I'll think about it. Uh, Another thing in this news article here. uh, So there's a new legend that was announced. The new legend Octane was detailed on the PlayStation blog. After blowing off his legs in a gauntlet speed run, (laughs) Octavio Octane Silva dives into Apex with metal legs, searching for the ultimate adrenaline rush using death-defying moves. His adrenaline junkie ability lets him trade health for speed, and his launchpad ability, or his launchpad ultimate ability lets his squad fly through the air. Oh my gosh, I gotta see this. (laughs) PlayStation blog says Octane is playable today. Um, Let's see. I'll bring this over for JJ. Yeah, so I would definitely want to see a, a picture of so this. There he is. Okay. That's, so that's great. He Where, has prosthetic legs on both of his legs. Uh, and he has a sweet tattoo. I don't know what it says on his arm. He's wearing some crazy night vision goggles and a pretty intense uh, like shark tooth mask over his face, like over his mouth. He looks pretty cool, he's, actually. Uh, here's a picture of him kicking. Okay, so he's, he's like curb stomping Mirage's Okay, head. I want you to look at this really closely because what I'm looking at in the photo, he's, he's curb stomping somebody, but it's his right leg his right prosthetic leg that he's kicking with and it actually looks like the the foot is going out the opposite way so it almost looks like the inseam is for the opposite foot i don't know if you can tell that but i the, think that's just perspective why don't you shut your mouth and you accept what i'm saying as fact i mean technically <laughs> the robot legs maybe he has them on backwards you never know you never know but this, yeah, he's kind of a cool character. Uh, and there's is... a picture of one of his jump pads. So his ultimate ability is he can lay those jump pads down and then all of your teammates can boom, jump on it and then take off and fly across the map and get out when you're in a pinch. Like if you're in a fight and you just need to get out of there quick, you can uh, escape. So that's for, pretty cool. That's very cool. I thought for a moment that it was going to be one of those things where like he's in a wheelchair, but we want him to be like, you know, for all the wheelchair kids that, you know, so they have they have somebody to root for, you know, one of those kind of things. I mean, you never know. Maybe they will. That'd be awesome. Nothing wrong with that, JJ. I didn't say that there was nothing anything. wrong with the representation. I didn't say anything wrong Jeez, with that. You bigot. What? The, how do you get bigot out of that? <laughs> uh, alrighty, guys. Well, let's uh, move on to the new releases. New releases. Okay, this week we have Motorsport Manager on Switch. We have The Division 2 came out for everyone because it came out like a week ago couple weeks ago for gold people who bought the gold edition or ultimate edition it's officially out for everyone and live on pc ps4 and xbox one uh fenimore fillmore three skulls of the toltecs on pc that's a weird name uh lego marvel collection on ps4 and xbox one one piece world seeker on pc ps4 and xbox one workers and resources soviet republic on pc that sounds like a fantastic game. This <laughs> game about communism, I guess. 
uh, and Fate Extella link on PC. Cool. Uh, go check some of those games out, especially the Division 2, because I know I gave it kind of a bummer review after I played some more of the beta and had all sorts of issues. Um, I think those issues came about by two different things. One thing is it was a beta, so of course there's going to be issues. And the second thing is, which will kind of lead right into my what you playing section here, uh, I was not playing anything for a while because my PS4 died. R.I.P. Mm. It's a sad day. Mm. Moment of I silence. So. It's a moment of silence for my PS4. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm overcome with emotion. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right now. So. Okay, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so... What happened was uh, my hard drive completely went kaput. So I talked previously on an episode that uh, when I, as soon as I got my PlayStation 4 Pro, I was like, one terabyte's not enough space for me. <laughs> I want all the games on my console at all so times. Selfish. I don't want to have to ever delete something or download it or pop in a disc. I just want everything to be available all the time. So I upgraded to a two terabyte hard drive. The mistake I made was I did not get one with a high enough speed. Um, or like I should have either gotten a solid state hard drive, uh, disk drive, or I should have gotten um, a uh, high speed, you know, one made for gaming, like hard drive. I bought a low speed one. So basically the last two years I've had my PlayStation 4 Pro, it's been working overtime, killing itself, trying to keep up. Um, a couple files got corrupted. Um, I also had that bug with Apex Legends where it kept crashing. And I think what happened is that crashed a couple times. It corrupted some files on the hardware. On the hardware, um, it also corrupted the operating system. My PlayStation got stuck in an endless loop where it kept booting up in safe mode. It's called, and then it would. I would try to re- rebuild the database, which is basically like it sorts out your hard drive, so it's. Um, easier for the computer to read essentially for you know for those <laughs> no i understood it, to put it in layman's terms no for, yeah. i understood everything you were saying garrett uh, that, that stupid look on my face is not because of okay. that i was thinking okay. of something from earlier so basically yeah so it sorts the hard drive so everything is organized correctly so when it tries to find a game it's like boom knows right where to look um i tried to do that and then boom it would crash again and then it boot up in safe mode I'd hit rebuild database, boom, it would crash. It would not let me boot the console up normally. It was literally just dead. Um, I've heard some people refer to it as the blue light of death, uh, which sounded bad until I realized uh, I could just fix it if I just put my old hard drive back into it. So I had to do that, which meant I had to re-download and install the entire like PlayStation operating system on this new hard drive. And then I had to download all my games back on the hard drive so what happened is I didn't get to play PlayStation all last week. And then Saturday, I'm like, oh, great. It's the weekend. I'm going to play Saturday night. This happens. So I'm like, oh, great. Okay, well, I'll just fix it in the morning. So Sunday morning, I got up and fixed it. And then it took like almost most of the morning and day Sunday to install and download all my games back on it. I didn't even do all of them. I literally I got three games on there. I got Apex, Far Cry 5 and uh hitman on there i'm like that's good enough like <laughs> i just it is so frustrating but but you know what it's r- 
been running better now than it's ever run. Imagine that. You put the hard drive in it that's supposed to be in there, and it works so much better now. That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you, you put the part in there that was designed to go in there, and it works like wonders. I don't think it's ever been this fast. Like, it loads up super quick it loads games super quick it loads netflix super quick i'm like man this is fantastic why have i been doing this to myself the last two years dude i'm sad for you that that was a bunch of not not that your thing is working better now i'm sad for you that you had to go through all that if that same thing happened to me i would be screwed like i would just sit there with my head in my hands crying (laughs) thinking it was done and it would be done you know so just be thankful that you're smart yeah so I was a bummer because I didn't really get to play a lot, but I was able to play a little bit Sunday afternoon. I jumped into Far Cry 5. And man, that is a crazy game. Like I just played the first, I played for like an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And the intro to that game is like you flying in on a helicopter, dropping into Hope County. It's like you, a U.S. Marshal, a couple sheriffs, um, and they're the whole time the sheriffs are like, the county sheriffs are like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, these guys are bad news. You probably don't want to do this. You can turn back now. Like just trying to like get the U S marshals out of there. Um, and he's just like, no, 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 we're going to do this. I have an arrest warrant. I'm not going to like, not, you know, arrest the dude. Like I'm a U.S. marshal. The government sent me, we're taking care of this. Um, and man, <laughs> crap goes down so quick. Like they land, they arrest uh, Joseph Seed is his name, or they also call him the father, because the, the story behind it is this cult called, I think it's called the Gate of Eden, or the Edge of, uh, what's it called? They've only said it once or twice. The Edge of Eden, or the Gate of Eden, something like that. Um, and it's a very, like, radical, super right, right-wing, right like, sort of Christian, like, Quasi, base, quasi, there's like a Christian base where, they, where they've completely just like, like he's reading from the Bible, but it's completely out of context. And it's mm. like, yeah, God commands us to do all sorts of just messed up things. Like mm. they're like burning people on crosses and they're making this drug called bliss. Um, so everyone's all amped up on drugs. Everyone is like, you know, it's, it's a cult. It's this crazy cult based off of just uh, this crazy twisted view of, you know, <laughs> the Bible. And it's just like, holy cow. So like, Man, the way, so you, you get them in the helicopter and you're getting ready to take off. And if you don't want to hear how the game starts, like you can skip forward, but it's like within the first five minutes this happens. Um, it's not really that much of a spoiler. So you jump in the helicopter, you guys start taking off. So you're like, oh, okay, like, cool. We made it out of there. People are pissed off, but we made it out. We arrested them. Technically it should be the end of the game. Like we we're good. Well, people start like almost as if they're like zombies or something start like jumping and clawing onto the helicopter while they're trying to take off and like hanging from the sides. And there's like 10 people like holding on the sides like of their of his followers, these cult followers. Mm. And they're like beating on the windows and reaching through the windows and trying to pull people out of the helicopter. And one of them on the nose of the helicopter is up on the windshield, jumps up into the blade, <gasps> sacrifices himself to bring down the helicopter. The blades break. The helicopter starts spinning out of control. There's blood on the windshield. All of a sudden, boom, helicopter crashes into the ground. Joseph Seed gets away. That he, sounds insane, yeah, dude. Like, like, this is like the first five minutes. I'm like, like what in the world like is going on? Like, you can see my on? face. Like, legitimately, that sounds insane. <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, and immediately, like, all of a sudden, you're being hunted by, like, he's free. He's gotten his militia together already. You're still stunned, hanging in a helicopter. One person gets ripped out. They're getting ready to, like, 
you know, beater, stoner, burner on, on a cross, you and the U.S. Marshal are able to escape and you're being chased through the woods. And like, that's how the game starts. It's like, okay. what the heck? I have to play that game. So, that sounds like yeah. a lot of fun. It's that's, crazy. That's pretty crazy. So, and your dad got that game too, because I know he had picked up two copies. Yeah, he actually bought two copies. He's like, hey, do you have <laughs> Who Far does Cry that, 5 Bill? yet? <laughs> He's like, do you have Far Cry 5 yet? I'm like, no. He's like, okay, good, because I have a couple copies. <laughs> He's like, well, what had happened is he bought one when they got back from overseas last year, like in April or May or something. It was on sale. Bill, I'm and waiting then, for my copy now, brother. And then it was like this fall, it went on sale again. He had forgot he bought it previously until he bought the next copy and he went to put it in his suitcase. He's like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> There's another copy in there. I was like, yeah, it works out for me. So I'm loving Far Cry. Like I said, I've only played an hour and a half, so I'm not and a huge open world RPG. It's made by Ubisoft, so it's massive. I'm not very far into it, but um, I'm loving it. I'm excited to play more. Uh, And then the other thing I watched, I finally watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was the Marvel movie that came out last year, right after Avengers Infinity War. It has been on Netflix for a while. Um, And finally, Trudy and I are like, you know what, like we've caught up on all of our shows. She wasn't ready to go to bed, so I couldn't play a game or anything. And I was like, you know what? Let's watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. I've heard it's good. We haven't seen it yet. And she's like, yeah, sure. That sounds awesome. Like, she she likes the Marvel movies. She's she's into them. So we put it on, and that is a really good movie. I heard a lot of, like, conflicting reviews. Some people were like, yeah, it's a great movie. It's funny. Go see it. Some people were like, it's a more Ant-Man. It's boring. It's whatever. I really enjoyed it. Uh, is that because you're in pest control? No, it's not because I'm in pest control. Are you sure it's not because you're in pest control? <laughs> you know how I feel about pest control. You love pest control. That is actually the same film that our incomparable uh, boss, John Bird, ended up going and uh, reviewing that movie when he went on the Nerd Dad podcast. Yeah, the same podcast that I was a guest on. Our boss, John, was a guest on that, and he uh, did his review on Ant-Man and the Wasp. And they've got a really fine podcast that is, is a lot of fun if you get a chance to check them out. It's called Nerd Dads. And, uh, yeah, Garrett was on an episode. He cheated on me once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so go check that out, but don't replace us with them. No, definitely don't Def- replace don't. us with them. Like if you that. have to choose us or them, like choose us. But definitely, right. but if you have the extra time, definitely listen to them. Only if there's extra time, which there <laughs> should be extra time because I mean, you know. Sorry, sorry, Zetch. No, Zetch is amazing. <laughs> I, I haven't gotten my invite to be on the show yet though, Zetch. I don't know why yeah. that is, but oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay, I would never, you know, go behind your back and podcast with someone else. Yeah, right. Um, but no, it was, it was a really good movie. I really enjoyed the story. Um, like I thought it was pretty new and interesting. Like everyone's like, it's same old, same old. I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was really good. Uh, kind of new, refreshing. Um, it takes place during the time. So after civil war, um, both Ant-Man it's, it's only alluded to briefly. And, uh, I forget what movie, maybe Avengers infinity war or something, or there's some movie where like in passing they have, they, in an off comment, like they don't really deliberate on it very long and explain, but they're just like, oh yeah. Like the reason Ant-Man and I think it was Avengers Infinity War. They're like the reason Ant-Man and uh, um, Hawkeye aren't here helping us and Inving- like because they're not in Avengers Infinity War uh, is because they're on house arrest and like they just kind of move on. And it's just like, wait, what? Like after the Civil War incident, because in Civil War they fight and the whole premise of Civil War is like superheroes are being outlawed essentially. Either they have to stop what they're doing or they have to sign this document and say, hey, we're going to work for the government, become government weapons or like for the UN essentially. Um uh, 
so this picks up with him. He's on the last three days of house arrest. So he has an ankle bracelet on. He's, you know, has to stay home. He's been home for two years doing nothing but like playing on his little electric drum set and, you know, playing video games and, you know, Paul Rudd stuff, you know, just Mm -hmm. goofing off. And, uh, and, uh, spoiler. You just said spoiler before. That's that's like this. This, That's like a generic plot of what it takes place during the last few days. No, I feel like now I don't even need to watch it because you just gave me all the information on the silver platter. I mean, you don't know what the story is at all. I don't. I never know what anything yeah. is ever. No, but it's it was a really good movie. So it's a story of, um, yeah, basically he Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. But if you watch, so you haven't watched a lot of the previous Marvel movies, so like understanding like what happened at the end of Ant Man. I, I did join the Avengers. You did, yeah, that was like ten years ago. You, can, you need to get with the times, man. <laughs> but uh, no, so at the end of Ant Man, like there's a falling out between um, some of the characters. The end of Civil War, obviously, like things happen with Paul Rudd and then, um, you know, the character who becomes the wasp and her father and and stuff like that. So this kind of is a story of them coming back together in a kind of interesting way. So definitely recommend the watch. It's on Netflix right now. So you can watch it for free. Don't you watch it though? Cause you have have catching up to do. Yes. But, uh, I'm watching um, Iron Man three next. That's what I have on my list. Iron Man three. You got to get them all done because uh, uh, Endgame comes out at the end of next month, and we're definitely seeing that and reviewing that on the podcast. It could happen. But if you don't get it done, we can't review it, and then the oh. listeners will all send hate tweets to you. Oh, man, I can't stand it. It's a lot of tweets. pressure. Uh, look, so, I might have to call in to work and tell the boss, like, hey, listen, I have to watch a bunch of the Avengers movies. It's for the podcast. <laughs> I don't know how how that's going to go over, but I'm sure, I'm sure it'll go great. Yeah, that'll be fine. That'll be fine. <laughs> that'll be fine. Um, but yeah, what have, what have you been playing? Interestingly enough, I have not been playing much at all. Ah, so you're in the same boat. Yeah, I am. I, like <laughs> this week was crazy, dude. It we, was we, nuts. Our work schedules were insane. Yeah, so like I get home st- at night and just want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff going on, and the weather's starting to change. Mm. Like today, here where we're at in California, it, it got into the 80s. It man. was like 84, 85. Yeah, uh, on my van thermometer there, I was like, "What the heck? Like, it is so hot today." Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's this weather is just, it's amazing. It was it was a beautiful day. Uh, over the weekend, um, I spent time outside. Yeah. It was so weird. It was like seventies, beautiful. <laughs> we had all the windows open, doors open on our apartment. Yeah, we I cleaned the garage out and got some stuff done around the house. Um, I did play a little bit of Red Dead Redemption too. I didn't really of get. Of course, I didn't really get very very far. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to play much. I couldn't. Hazard, I guess, is how much I got playtime, man. Um, and then I I started to play Resident Evil 2. Yeah, I passed that off to you last week. Yes, you did. So I, I got to play some Resident Evil 2. Uh, I played one evening for a little while with the with a buddy who came over. My friend Brent came over and visited, <laughs> and uh, we played the Claire story. So okay. I, started, I started playing that, cool. seeing the difference in that. It's she's, a lot different. She's really awesome, dude. Yeah. But... She's kind of a woman and weak. So, Jeez. yeah, and when I, <laughs> I said that too. You can't too. say that. No, I just said that. <laughs> no, what I mean by that is it's harder playing as her because there's obviously some weaknesses there. Just like they, it's played more realistically. They both, yeah, they both have their strengths and weaknesses. Absolutely. Like, like yeah, so like on the um, on Leon's side, obviously, they can tell that they gear his character to be a little better with weapons, but that's because uh, like in the story, he's a police officer, 
he has better weapons, like he has a, a better handgun, he has a more powerful shotgun, that type of thing, where Claire is balanced more towards like, okay, maybe she's a little more nimble, she gets more items, so like more keys, she can unlock more doors. Um, but yeah, they both definitely have their strengths and weaknesses. In from, that. S- from starting off the, the Claire story right now, it I'm seeing some of the same stuff happen that I saw with Leon when I played it with you on the Twitch stream. So it's, uh, her... is it, is it, I, so I've, I have not played the playthrough as her as the first character. Is it actually the same or is it? It's fairly, fairly the same. Okay. That's interesting. Cause if fairly you play, cause I was playing through as her as a second thing mm-hmm. and it was the same areas, but completely different. No, this was the, like in the beginning, pulling the half body through the door, oh, running into wow, okay. Marvin or Martin, the cop. Right. Um, and, all pretty much the same. Oh, so see, when I played as Claire as a second playthrough, it was nothing like that. She has a okay. completely different story. See, and I expected a different story because that was what you had told me to expect. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, kind of just going through the same stuff. Yeah. So I'm, you know? I, so what will happen is once you finish Claire, when you play through as Leon, it'll be flip. Okay. Okay. That makes so, sense. Yeah. So yeah. Huh. So I, did, I had no idea that they set it up that way. That's yeah, interesting. So I only got to play Resident Evil 2 for one evening, but super awesome. And I convinced my wife uh, to watch while we played in the dark. Oh, jeez. It was pretty cool. It's terrifying. It was pretty cool. She was like, this is disgusting. It was like <laughs> a, lot, a lot of blood. Everything's so wet and everything know, the else. The whole game just looks, I mean, it's made, designed yeah. to look, everything's wet but and you shiny. Should, you should have heard, we were trying not to wake the kids. because like <laughs> nasty sound effects. Is <laughs> oh, big time. Huge, huge. Yeah, but no, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I look forward to being able to play more, getting deeper into the story, you know. Um, and I will not overreact like I did before. That's my hope is that I can totally man up, but I will probably have to keep them around me while I'm playing. So I'm not playing alone because I I don't (laughs) think I can handle that mentally. But what I did find a lot of time for this week was I actually two things. Um, I was able to watch a great movie. I had some time. Uh, I watched the remake or the reboot of Death Wish. With Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. That's on Hulu now. It's on Hulu. And it is awesome. Awesome. Okay. I watched the original Death Wish. When I was a kid, my dad always had Death Wish movies on. He's a huge 80s, 70s and 80s uh, action flick fan. So I grew up with that, you know, the Rambo on all the time and, you know, and also John Wayne uh, cowboy movies. So uh, I watched the original Death Wish with Charles Bronson, I want to say a year ago. I just, it was on Amazon. And so I was like, oh, I never watched that. Why was my dad so into it? Really cool movie, dude. Really cool movie. So I was excited, even though it's cheesy and dated and everything else. I was excited at the prospect. I love Bruce Willis. Love Die Hard. It's the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Yes, it is. Uh, Better than uh, It's a Wonderful Life or Miracle on 34th Street. I would choose every day of the week, Die Hard. I'm just saying. So I mean, uh, even just those movies aren't even good movies at all. So don't don't say that. You're gonna get hate tweets. <laughs> um so to see Bruce Willis in in the role uh, of this uh, Charles Bronson's character, it was great. It what a fun movie. I had a blast watching it. And then the other thing that I got an opportunity to watch this week was you had a discussion with some people, let's just call them nerds um who said well i don't know is that the appropriate is it dorks 
geeks i don't know it depends on what you say next <laughs> no some of you no some of your some of your friends from the uh, uh the dungeons and dragons uh-huh. core group of no girlfriends you know hair on the knuckles thing. so um they said that i am kind of like michael scott steve carell's character from the office and so you shared that with me and you laughed and i said i've never seen the office and you said dude what the heck and I'm like, I don't know. I just never <laughs> watched it. And so taking that in mind, I watched episode one of season one of The Office. And here's my review. It was amazing. I loved it. It was hilarious. I I, I know I'm coming to the party way late, dude, but it was so fun. And I text you immediately to tell you, hey, dude, I just watched the first episode. And what I told you was, I really am Michael Scott. That is me. It's weird to see me on screen in somebody else. That's awesome. I've never watched it before, but I'm like some of the comedic things that I do or attempt to do for comedy. I'm like, that's me. That's hilarious. That's so great. That's such a good show. Yeah, and what, it's great. I can't wait till you get farther into it because the first season isn't isn't the best season, that's for sure. It only gets better. Like the first season, you can tell it's a pilot season. So it's kind of weird, awkward. The pacing's kind of off at some times, but like once you get in this deeper into it, like the comedy gets even better. Michael Scott becomes even crazier of a character. <laughs> it's so good. I look forward to it. So, so I thank you and your nerdy friends for uh, for pointing me in that direction because I'm going to start binge watching that stuff like crazy. That's awesome. Oh, something else I forgot to say. I played D&D on Friday night. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Started a new <laughs> campaign. Pretty exciting. Wait, wait. You call it a campaign? Yeah. Oh, nerd. <laughs> Oh, I started a new campaign. I'm a new character. I'm now playing as a cleric healer. So I'm uh, I'm a doctor. So that's my catchphrase. I'm a doctor. You can trust me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. That's, I, that's I actually, awesome. So you know the McElroy brothers from the hit podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and The Adventure Zone, which is a D&D podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin and Griffin also have a YouTube series called Monster Factory, where they basically take uh, character creators from video games, so like the character creator in Fallout or a sports game or whatever, and they just make like hideous looking characters, and they call it Monster Factory. Uh, Well, there was an episode where they, I think it was um, some new fighting game, I don't remember if it was like Tekken or something maybe, or Street Fighter, I forget, and they made this character that looks like a doctor and has a pistol on his head and they called him Dr. Sex Gun. And that's the name of, I stole that name. That's the name of my character in our D&D campaign. Oh, wow. It's pretty great. My So Matt, who was on the podcast last week, he's our DM. Uh, so he, he's like, are you sure that's what you want your character name to be? He's like, I have to say that over and over again. I'm like, yes, that is my character's name. <laughs> hey, for some of those people listening, what is a DM? Dungeon Master. So he's... <laughs> He's a guy I just wanted who, you to say that, <laughs> nerd. He's a guy who tells a story. He's, he writes the story. Uh, so it all comes out of his imagination. And, and as we're playing, he's the one who's determining what's happening to us, basically, as we roll the dice, as we we tell him what we want to do and roll some dice. He's like, well, it either works out or it doesn't or somewhere in the middle. <laughs> um, so that's that's what Matt does. And, yeah, it's been pretty great. So Dr. Sexgun, the, the cleric healer. So how did Dr. Sexgun do? Oh, he did fantastic. 
It's uh, I'm doing real good healing those people, Just touching all the people and healing them. Oh, know? wow. <laughs> wow, you went there. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening again this week. Um, I know a lot of you guys are going to tune out right now. Gotcha. Ooh. Oh. I've been looking at the analytics and people right about now shut off the podcast. No, don't do it because the good stuff, we've got a huge surprise at the end. <laughs> Wait for it. No, but we talked about that before. We're like how we were like, oh, everyone always cuts out like before the in- outro. Little do they know that they're missing out on all the comedic gold. Like, that's where a all lot the of times, bits are. A lot of times that's where your crazy characters come out and oh. come from. Like at the tail end, I'm trying to close it out. And so then you're you saying they, left field you're saying they miss all they that miss good, all stuff? The good stuff. So right now, all of your homework is if you ever skipped an outro, go back, go back and listen to it and keep listening listening from now on because you never know what JJ is going to come up with between now and five minutes from now when I try to close the podcast. There's never like an unending <laughs> stream of crazy yeah. that you guys are missing out on. Don't do that to yourselves. Yeah. But uh, again, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and uh, if you haven't already, check out our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. You can uh, learn more about us. You can check out those tiers um, that you can support us at. If you really, really love our stuff and really, really want us to make more awesome content for you. Um, we're hoping to be able to put out more episodes. We're hoping to be able to do YouTube stuff. Um, heck, if this can become our full-time job and we can just bring you stuff all day, every day, that would be fantastic. Obviously, that won't happen for probably another 20 years, but um, that's definitely our our dream is to be able to, our job to bring you cool stuff. Um if you haven't already, please go to iTunes and rate and review us. Even if you don't have an iPhone, I th- think I figured out a way. You might need to tinker with it, but I think you can go to iTunes on your computer. If you have any computer, go to the, our podcast page and you can leave a review. You don't even have to have an iPhone or an iPad or a, a Mac computer. And Anyone can rate and review us. And if- when you review us, say really cool things yeah. like, these guys are awesome. They saved my baby. Yeah. My J- marriage is healed because of the little fat guy and the JJ skinny. has great hair. That's hurtful, man. <laughs> that's that, I, that's really hurtful. Well, are we talking about back here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, definitely leave us uh, reviews there because that helps us climb the charts. And uh, if we're on the charts, people besides you know you guys who listen and are diehards. Other people can find us because at this point, uh, we're just word of mouth. We don't pay for advertising. So the only way we can get more listeners um, is by you guys sharing on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, in your Instagram stories, uh, texting your friends, sending a link to your friends, um, and uh, rating and reviewing on iTunes. So. Definitely share it with people. That So far, we have been growing really well. This has been great. Yeah, how little, the growth little by is, little every week. It's been really encouraging. We are climbing the mountain and it has been amazing to see that you guys love us so much that you're sharing. But if you can, the more that you share, the better that it helps us and it, it will get us out there uh, to the masses. We want to try to to reach a lot of people with this stuff. We And we've got some really cool things planned for the future. Help us grow it. Help us. Help us to grow it. To make it big. You know, if you touch it. You know. Go big or go home. That's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. So uh, if you want to, uh, you know, interact with us throughout the week between podcasts, uh, you can go to our website, supergamerboys.com. There's a contact us section. There's a whole list of pages, uh, list of links of our favorite podcast apps where you can listen to us. 
Uh, and there's also a link to our Patreon from there as well. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at SuperGamerBoys. And then Facebook is facebook.com slash SuperGamerBoys. You can find me, Garrett Morlang, at, at G Morlang on Twitter. And you can find JJ on Twitter at JJ Purden. And uh, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Clothing Co. And Facebook at facebook.com slash Ground Floor Clothing and I'm going to share Garrett's personal cell phone number no. and his work cell phone no. number on our Twitter. <laughs> what? Don't do that. No, he loves that. And you know what? He wants personal calls from each one of you, our loving listeners. I get enough spam calls from telemarketers and crazy people. I don't this need any. This wouldn't be spam, dude. This would be people that love us and love our content. I'm not, okay, so I'm I'm not saying, you know, you, the listeners out there are worse than telemarketers. What I'm saying is I don't, I wouldn't mind calls That's from That's what I heard. I, I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't mind calls from our listeners, from the fans. What I do mind is like the other million people who are going to see that on the internet. Because once it's on the internet, it's on the internet for good. So <laughs> Once it's on the internet, it's real. Yeah. So don't do that, please. I beg okay. you. I beg All you. Right. On my All hands right. and knees. Reach out to us on social media if you do want his personal information <laughs> to get out there. No. Because I'm a secret time. I'm ready to start sharing some stuff, some real stuff with everybody. I want you guys Jeez. to help us grow it. If you start sharing our page like crazy, I'm start sharing his number and his personal information. He's got two phones on him at all time. Up all night, I will I will share it all over the place, oh, and I'll no. step over his body for me to make money. We alluded to it earlier. I can be bought. I can. I am like yeah, a. You gotta make it a Patreon tier. <laughs> pay this much, and he'll get Gary's well, yeah, phone number. Like, you put out a Patreon tier recently where I go to your home and play Dungeons and Dragons or clean yeah. your bathroom or something. I don't like. You I mean you got some <laughs> weird stuff out there, man? Like you, you were like really. You were treating me like a cheap hooker. You were like. Totally throwing me down and like saying, oh, what's oh, you could have JJ. Yeah, just just have him. I mean, you didn't dispute it, though. I really didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you were more, more than willing. <laughs> you were flashing <laughs> the greenbacks, buddy, and I'm like, I can be bought. <laughs> no. Cool, guys. Well, again, thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. And we will see you all on the flippity flop. On the flippity flippity flop? Yeah. Really? Do drop it. Nobody likes it. They love it. All right, see you guys.